Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I am here with Miss Ella Hart. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Donna. How are you? I am doing wonderful. And for those of you just listening in, Lucy is also here. Uh, She's scared from the thunder from the uh, Florida rainy season. But uh, other than that, it is beautiful here in Florida, minus the thunder and lightning for the dogs. How is the weather out there in L.A.? It's great. I mean, it's sunny most days, so I can't complain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Well, we'd love to start off with the most difficult question ever. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, are you sure? Uh, Second guessing, no, just kidding. (laughs) 100%. Oh, perfect. Who is Ella Hart? Ella Hart is a joyful, fun, upbeat and other centered um, country music artist who loves sharing positivity and joy through her music. I love that. I love making people describe who they are. It's so much fun. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, you definitely think due to that and your latest release, the story you tell yourself. So obviously I kind of gather I apologize if you were hardly barking in the background. There was some thunder here. Um, she did not like that. But um, anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, so the story you tell yourself, it definitely exudes that. Tell me about that. Like, how did the idea come about that? This is a song you're like, I need to write this. Yes. So I had been writing during the pandemic with one of my good friends, Alex Hughes, who's another um, Albertan country music artist. And we were talking about the impact that social media can have on us and other young girls and how being on there a lot, you know, might you know, second guess your worth or, you know, oh, is my photo pretty enough or is this good enough to post and will people like it? And we kind of talked about that in the discussion of that led to um, the development of the song, the story you tell yourself. And so it's just kind of um, been cool to see it go from just an idea and a real conversation that we were having to a song that's out there and people are listening to all over the world. And it is a beautiful song. If y'all haven't heard it after the interview, go check it out. I will make sure links are below. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so, so tell us now I did read on your bio that the first song you ever wrote was a rap about your family dog. It was. Yes, it was about Cody, our first family dog. <laughs> She's a Labrador. It's a song I will never, ever play live. <laughs> I still have the lyric sheet that I had written out. And so it's just super special. My mom found it not too long ago. And um, I'm going to save it probably forever, more so as a joke in the beginning of my songwriting career. Oh, but that's great. You know why? Because as they say, we don't always write songs that are for release, really. Sometimes we write songs just for the sake of keeping up with the craft, right? Totally. And I feel like we write about our experiences and what's important to us. And I guess at six, my dog was most important. 
you, you maybe you should bring that out and revamp it a little, you know, because I mean, look at Cracker Jack. That was a, a great little song, yes. you know. I mean, j- just saying. <laughs> I feel like Lucy might like like the song. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Lu- Lucy would probably love it. Yeah, yeah, Lucy, Lucy's into yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have one dog that we used to do who let the dogs out and he would actually bark on, on cue and I'm like yes this is great I love I, that it's <laughs> incredible oh, so I tell also me barking during that but <laughs> yeah right it's funny you can't you just can't help when the dogs are, are they're just great yeah totally uh, so tell me who are some of the women that inspire you would you say um, country music artists or people in general? I would like to say people in general. Okay. My mom, 100%. Um, she's the one who initially got me interested in music. She has been a songwriter for years. And um, when I was young, she released a country music children's album. And it, the, one of the songs on there was the first song I ever sang from beginning to end on my second birthday. And I just feel like we've always enjoyed writing songs together when I was growing up and she's still my number one cheerleader and my number one supporter. And so definitely she would be the top number one, um, the most influential woman in my life. Well, that is awesome. Definitely. So let me expand now. Tell me who are some of the women in music? that you look up to as well? I look up 100% to Shania, who I deem the queen of country. <laughs> I've adored her since I was young. Um, in addition to her, uh, I love Kelsey Bellarini. I love her authenticity. I love, I've loved her since her first album. And I just think she has um, evolved over time. Um, similarly to people like Taylor Swift who have evolved and adapted. And I just admire that specifically in artistry, um, just being able to write your story and write the different songs and um, add different elements that kind of reinvent yourself. And I think that's something that they, all three of those women do really well. Mm-hmm. And so I admire all three of them for so many reasons we could probably talk for an hour about that (laughs) (laughs) absolutely I do love them very much no those are some great and and I love how you pointed out that from the beginning to her current you know just when people grow musically you can hear that in them and just even sometimes you know if they release something and five years later that's just the growth within the person you know it's just it's amazing to see people grow I agree and I feel like a music is a great way to do that. Absolutely. Can't agree more with you. So would you like to do our 20 crazy questions? All right. Okay, good. I'm ready. No right or wrong answer, and we will not get arrested yet. Okay. Is there a time limit? That's what I need to know. <laughs> no, there's not Wait, a time Lucy, limit. Okay, okay. <laughs> Lucy will let you know. She's still doing yeah. that, so Lucy she'll let part. you know. <laughs> Actually, time's up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Ricky is our talker. He's the little guy that likes to talk. He will have conversations and then he'll sound like a little pterodactyl. And I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure there's a dinosaur inside you. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. So tell us, what's your dance like nobody's watching song? The song that you absolutely have to dance to? Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen. <laughs> Like, that's a great one. Or, or I want to dance with somebody. I feel like those songs come on. And I like run to the dance floor. I do not care who's watching. Um, 
I'll be there. <laughs> perfect. So what is the perfect workout song? The perfect workout song. That's a difficult one. Cause I feel like admittedly, and I should not admit this, but I don't really listen to music when I work out. <laughs> I do. Um, a lot of times I'll do like online workouts. So I'll just kind of do, um, something with no lyrics, which is like an awesome beat. Um, I do, um, when I'm at the gym, usually I just listen to kind of whatever's on. Um, and oftentimes I'll listen to podcasts or audiobooks. So I feel like it's kind of my time to, uh, to catch up on other things, but I mean, I love all music, so I'll never decline an awesome playlist. (laughs) So if anybody has any suggestions out there, um, I'd love to hear a great workout song. (laughs) Perfect. We can definitely hook you up for some great songs. Um, But I think that's like podcasts. The one thing I can't do with podcasts is is like running and stuff. Like I cannot do any cardio because I'm like, wait, hold on. I got to go back. Hold on. Time out. Everyone has to stop. Because I feel like I've lost something. I'm like, wait, I think I just missed something. I know. I'll be like, I need to take notes, but there's nowhere to take notes. Yeah. That's a great idea. Let me write that down. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Phone. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. I'm <laughs> well, very tell much us. like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> now I understand why there's no music or, or things. Some, yeah. I understand the quietness. I do. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell us, what are your top two concerts you've ever been to? Okay. Elton John is by far number one. He is incredible. Um, He too, I mean, is an amazing artist um, who I've looked up to my entire life. Um, The concert I went to um, with my family um, to see him, it was kind of cool because we're waiting for an opener. And then we saw someone coming out in a cloak and we were like, oh my gosh, it was Elton John. And he played for like three hours straight with no one else, his band took breaks, but he didn't. And he was just at the piano. Um, and it was so incredibly inspiring. I thought, how does your voice last that long to labor, <laughs> you know, just to keep going. And it was hit after hit. Um, so that was number one. And Keith Urban was number two. I think, um, I'm probably the, I'll say the number one country artist <laughs> that I've seen live. Um, I think he is just incredible an incredible guitarist. Um, or musician, I should say, and um, a performer, and he's just always getting the crowd going. And um, I love so many of his, of his songs. Um, I've grown up listening to, but I just think, I mean, there are so many amazing female performers as well. But those are the two that immediately come to mind in terms of memorable concerts. Yeah, and definitely, uh, you were totally right on with Keith Urban as well as a guitarist. I mean, amazing. There are some yes. people that are amazing at their crafts and some people are like, they can play, they're good. They're, you know, but you can tell there are just some people that, you know, it's like they've played it like this whole life and like the last 10 lives they've lived or something like, you know, like it's just. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Did you see him live as well? Uh, I have not seen him live. No, I've seen a lot of people live, but he is one that I didn't um, like. Yeah. Like you can pretty much name most of the nineties and I saw most of them. Um, yeah. Mine is have I have not it. seen. So <laughs> Yeah, those are ones to definitely watch out for um, mm-hmm. coming up because I feel like you won't regret the choice, Donna, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will, I will definitely sign up and, and see when he's playing in Florida. It's it's hard in Florida, though, sometimes. They're either playing at, like, the very big arenas that are, like, you know, in Tampa, Orlando, and I'm like, okay, so do I drive two hours to a show or do I not? Like, you know, so it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. So 
I, I know that yeah. feeling, but I feel like for Keith Urban, the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm just going to call you and tell you you're going to have to come out for the show with me. Yeah, I'd be down. <laughs> okay. So Keith Urban, if you're listening, we'd like some front row passes. If you could yeah. throw something, we'll both be there, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> well, so tell us a couple albums, maybe some artists we need to listen to before we die. Okay. If you haven't heard Spencer Crandall, um, he is, you've heard him? I have. Okay. Yes. He is that's incredible. Right. No, no, just, I, that's for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found him during the pandemic and I found him on social media, <clears throat> excuse me. And he, uh, he's incredible. Um, one of my favorite songs by him is my person, which he had blasted mm-hmm. all over social media. Um, in addition to one of his songs made, he currently has a new album out and he's completely independent, which I think is incredible that he's built this success for himself. Um, I went to see him live in Los Angeles and his live show was incredible. Um, I just, I admire him so much as an artist. I got to chat with him and it was just really neat to see, um, like I said, that hard work pays off and that's in artistry and just the way that he, um, conducts himself as an artist, but also just wants to reach people out there. Um, he's just incredible. So him for sure. If I had to pick someone else. Okay. Hmm. For those of you who haven't heard my person, I recommend you go check it out. It was a great, it's yes. a great song. You will not regret it. Yeah, it is so relatable. And um, I, I've listened to it over and over. <laughs> I've listened yeah. to the acoustic version. I've listened to the non-acoustic yeah. version. <laughs> um, another person I love, and um, I can't think of her out al- her album names offhand, um, but I found her. Um, her name is Josie Dunn and she kind of does eclectic kind of pop music. And I went to her concert and she was opening for another band. I thought, Oh my gosh, who is this girl? She was incredible. Um, she, she just has a cool way of like doing music and her live show is great. She had a choreographed moment with her, uh, one of her musicians and they played guitar together and she was just um, a really great performer. I thought to myself, I want to create something like that for my live show, kind of a country version of that yeah. because I just thought it was so engaging. Um, so Josie Dunn and Spencer Crandall are two people that I would give shout outs to that maybe people haven't heard their name before. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know I could say someone famous that we'd all be like, Oh, we know them, but it, yeah. I'd rather give um, a nod to some people who I think are incredible artists um, who literally um, might not be on people's radar yet. So I love that. I always love when they, when people give different opinions and not just the big artists and yeah, love it. Yeah. So do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? Guilty pleasure music. Now, like maybe some Hanson that no one knows you listen to. Oh, I for sure listen to (laughs) (laughs) Hanson. That old broadcast. I saw them live too. Um, Who do I love? I will always listen to NSYNC. I feel like it just takes me back to my childhood. (laughs) Spice Girls, all of that. Um, Ironically, when I was growing up, I listened to 
heavy metal music. <laughs> it's not something that people would expect. <laughs> um, but I had a, um, a group of friends who were into that. And so I, I was a Metallica fan for, for years. <laughs> and the, one of the first songs I learned on guitar was One by Metallica. Um, which will always be my favorite song by them. Um, but <laughs> that's, I guess, kind of the most, um, I guess, surprising <laughs> music that I would listen to that people might not know. I mean, obviously, I love um, country pop and pop music. Yeah. Shawn Mendes is also one of my go-tos. <laughs> no, I love that. And you're right. No one probably would have guessed Metallica unless they knew you. I know. Uh, yeah. I'm always, I, I, I always love when someone's like, oh, I love like these like hard rock bands. And I'm like, oh, I would have not guessed that about you. You know, yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's okay. I like Metallica too. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? I have to tell you, Donna, unfortunately I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say go hide it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be oh. like, I won't tell anyone, but <laughs> it's okay. One of your co-writers knows a good place. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to ask around. <laughs> yeah. oh, do you have any game plans for zombie apocalypse? Well, um, I will probably st- uh, stock up on some skinny pop popcorn and <laughs> some essentials, um, grab a headlamp, and hope for the best. Oh, I love that. So what job would you be terrible at doing? Gosh, I'd like to think that I could um, be successful at any job if I put enough time and effort into, but something that I would not be good at is being a plumber. I just, I don't think I would be good. <laughs> uh, I, I would agree. Except for, yeah. I, I mean, I would install like the sink lines and things like, like install the lines like that. I could do. No, that don't matter. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, yeah <laughs> no, I'm out. Count me out. That would be manageable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? I feel like I've talked about this before with friends and I feel like I wouldn't tell anybody I won until like it came out. Um, the first thing I would do is probably go on vacation. Um, I've always kind of thought, Oh, what would I do where I would go is a good question. I've always wanted to go to places like Bali or, or Spain or somewhere like that. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously I would like to say notable things. Like I would give a bunch to charity (laughs) and which is true. Um, but but being a hundred percent honest, I would go on a trip the first thing. And then I would really sit down and think, you know, how could I um, manage the money in the best way possible? So it not only um, gives me security and, um, and brings joy, but also brings joy to other people and, um, and things like that. So vacation <laughs> is number one. I like that. Right? I like that. Yeah. Well, that's, I want to think about it. Kind of sounds like what I, I said I would do, except for I think I would first call like a lawyer and a financial planner and then I go on vacation. And then yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could take some advice from you, Donna. <laughs> yeah. So call me first. Um, I won't tell anyone you yeah. want. Yeah. Get you hooked up with some people and make sure you send me pictures of vacation. Okay. Yes. I'll take us to the Keith Urban concert. <laughs> oh, okay. That'd be awesome. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the second thing after you come back from vacation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, tell me, what's the last thing you read? 
the last thing I read was inventing joy. And um, it was about joy who invented the miracle mop. I'm not sure if you've seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie yet, but the book she wrote was incredible. And it was all just kind of about her journey through entrepreneurship and how she, um, how she kind of got through some of the difficulties that she experienced while being an inventor, um, how she uh, leaned on her family. And it was a super inspirational book. Um, it made me want to be an entrepreneur, which I guess I could call myself that in a way, but <laughs> I made me want to invent something. You're kind of an independent artist. So I think you are an entre- entrepreneur, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I guess I am inventing songs. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was a great book. So I'd highly recommend it. Right. Never make sure you add that to your reading list. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Do you prefer boots or heels? Oh gosh. I think it would depend on the event or what I was doing. Um, All through college, I wore cowboy boots every day of my life. Um, Lately I've been wearing sandals. Obviously it's summer. Um, Heels, I think just hurt um, the shorter time you wear them. So I probably, um, if it wasn't hot out, I would wear boots, but I do love heels with a nice outfit too. I think it has to be a good pair of heels. I think there's just a, a certain heel that's really comfortable. There are certain exactly. ones that you find, it's like that one pair you find that's really comfortable and then like it breaks or something. And you're like, Oh, I know that happened to me <laughs> with my wedges. And I was very disappointed. That's the only benefit of not having to physically go to a job anymore is yes. after the, being in the corporate environment and wearing heels. I have to admit, I like not wearing shoes at all and just sitting at my desk and working. It's, it's, Awesome. Uh, yeah, I get yeah. that. I have house slippers that I, <laughs> I wear, but I, I'm all for bare feet too. <laughs> oh, well, who would play you in a movie about your life? Ooh, who would play me? Or who would you want to play you? Um, I guess when my hair was darker, people used to say um, I looked a little bit like Carrie Knightley, so I would love for her to play me. Um, I don't know. I feel like I really love. I mean, Sandra Bullock and I don't look very similar, but I love her as an actress. I think she's incredible. Um, so I pick either two of those people. Um, Sandra would obviously have to wear a wig or dye her hair blonde, but, um, <laughs> but sure. I'll take one of those two ladies. I think they're both incredible. Okay. I'll call them up. We'll get that set up tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I'll have to build more of a story for the movie. <laughs> well, let's go start off with the uh, six-year-old yeah, rapping with with the dog lyrics, you know, right about the family dog there. So yeah, we're just gonna start there, yeah. and then we'll That'll just go perfect. from there. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> oh, so tell me, where's Waldo? I think Waldo's in space, and that's why we can't find him. I think we we look everywhere, and we never know where he is. And I think I think he's gone on a rocket ship. Maybe he's on the moon or something. <laughs> oh, that's much better than some of the recent answers I've got. Oh, really? Yes. They've been what telling me he's behind. Say? He's been behind me. And I'm like, okay, this is not a horror movie. Please stop. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's over your shoulder. I do. I start looking. I'm like, are you sure? I'll be sure. Because one only knows, you know. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Next thing I know, there'll be a clown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> right? With a balloon yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, so tell me. <laughs> 
Oh, Toby, what's the best thing since sliced bread? My boyfriend. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> sweet moment, um, everyone. But also, if I were to pick a, an item that's not a person, the best thing I've had recently is, I don't know how to pronounce the brand name of it, but it's B-A-I, and they have all these different drinks, I guess. They're the drinks, yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They are amazing. Seriously, the coconut one is my favorite. I had it for the first time recently, and I'm like, this is the best drink I've ever drank in my life. <laughs> What's your favorite flavor? Oh, I, well, I love the coconut first and foremost. And then I yeah. started getting into, they now have, okay, when I started getting into it, it was a few years ago, but they now have like the mango one. I'm like, oh, oh. they didn't have that originally. That's kind of good now. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Love those drinks. I really They're love the, the best. Water. Pardon? They're the best drinks, aren't they? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I feel like I, you can never go wrong picking up one of those. I also used to do the watermelon for a while, but I'm stuck on the coconut now. <laughs> cool. So would you rather cook or order in? I think I'd rather cook. I think um, I've been working on some recipes over the last little while. Um, I do like to cook at home. I also like to go out to eat. But if I were to bring something home, I mean, it typically it would be pizza. Um, but I also like bringing home ethnic foods, which I, I can't cook myself currently. Um, so I, I like to experiment with that. But if it's um, just a regular night, I'm probably just having regular average salad <laughs> or chicken, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> Nothing too out of the ordinary, but I'll usually make it myself. Oh, well, since you bring pizza home, what topping, what is the worst pizza topping? I'm not going to say pineapple because I love pineapple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So that answers my next question then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, anchovies probably I would not put on a pizza, but <laughs> pineapple always. <laughs> awesome. Yes. There's been a huge pineapple debate. It's either yay or nay really hard. So I know. Are you a pineapple person or I- yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much my, my worst would probably be anchovies. Like I like everything else. Yeah. I like onions. I like peppers. I like olives. I like, yeah. Um, so I don't think fish should be on a pizza, but that's just my personal opinion. Oh, I agree with yeah. you. So, I'm all about that. It's really good in like a romaine or uh, a Caesar salad, but yeah, leave it there. Keep yeah. it in the Caesar salad, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you wish would magically clean itself? Okay. The house, um, the car. Probably- probably clothes. <laughs> I feel like it's just another one of those things that can pile up at times um, um, where I'm just like, man, how do I get so much laundry? And then it's like, you'll have to spend one whole day doing all the loads. And, you know, I wish I was one of those people that did one load a day or kind of kept on it, but you know, I'm not. So <laughs> if it could clean itself, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, I totally agree. There's a lot of things that would like free up more time. Just do yourself. Come on. Oh. Absolutely. We need some fairy <laughs> godmothers. Can, yeah. <laughs> no. So tell us something on your bucket list. Okay. Um, I have very strange things on my bucket list. Um, one that actually was checked off not too long ago, but a year ago was to be pied in the face. Um, my friends did it on my birthday and surprised me. And 
not to their surprise, but probably to most people who are listening, I was thrilled. <laughs> it had been something that I, I had wanted um, to do for years and nobody ever really wanted to do it because they were worried it was going to be bad timing. Um, but that did happen and I was thrilled. Um, another one, let's see. I would like, um, I would like to have a number one song that would be to me, um, kind of, I guess a predictable one. Um, but at the same time, it would mean a lot to me to have a song that people loved that much. Um, Mm -hmm. whether it was recorded by myself or another artist, I think it would just be an incredible moment in, um, I guess in my personal history or my personal future, um, or I guess when I'm old to look back on, but for now to aspire to, because, um, it's what I'm working towards. I'd also like to have a song in a movie. That would be, um, a dream for me as well. And those are things that I'm working towards, um, working hard on that, um, visualizing, I don't know, um, um, if you believe in that, Donna, or yes. praying, I'm praying about it too. I feel like I'm doing what I can to, to get to that yeah. point um, of just things that um, would mean a lot to me in life. So um, I've got the quirky, I've got the quirky <laughs> list. And I've also got the meaningful <laughs> list. There's nothing wrong with having all those lists, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All of the lists. is meant to be lived. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, if you could be a person or a position. Um, you know, like a person like Dolly Parton or a position yeah. like CEO or president who, or what position would you want to be for the day and why? I would want to be a fashion designer. Um, I feel like growing up when we run on road trips across the United States, I would sit in the back seat and I would design catalogs of clothes for my mom to pick out, um, what she wanted to buy. And, um, it was something I spent hours doing. It's something I've always thought of like, oh, that would be so cool to do. Mm -hmm. I've had friends who are fashion designers and I'm just so, I so admire their work. I think it's such a cool way to be creative. Um, Mm -hmm. so if I could do that for a day and have one of the clothing pieces come to life, it would just be, um, a magical dream. (laughs) All right, let's get that going. Let's do it. Yeah. Something to work on. (laughs) I'll add that to my career list. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Definitely. Just to goals, you know, goals here's it. And here are the steps to achieve it. That's how you do it. Right. Absolutely. Break it down. (laughs) Uh, do you have any words of wisdom you live by? If so, what are they? A hundred percent. Um, one phrase that has kept me going over the last, I don't know, seven years or so is if you never ask the answer is always no. And it's something that has kind of fueled me to be bold, um, in, in certain circumstances or even in, um, music opportunities, it's always been something where I'm, I just think, you know, there's no harm in asking if someone, um, responds and they're like, yes, like when I reached out to you, Donna, I think it's just, you know, it's meant to be, it happens. And then other times I think, um, you know, if you get a no, it's, it's not no forever. It's no for now. And, um, it's just one of those things that I, I believe that everybody should do. Cause you never know what kind of opportunities can arise from kind of putting yourself out there and being bold and, um, and not, um, not doubting yourself. I think we can sit and doubt ourselves all we want until, um, the cows come home, but, um, <laughs> but there's something to be said about, 
you know, believing the best about yourself. And that's something that I, um, I want to believe about myself and I want other people to believe the best about themselves that we are enough. And that, um, forever who's listening, I do believe you are enough and you're one of a kind, like no one else. And there's, I mean, it is the story you tell yourself. Um, but it's also a way of, of thinking and a way of being that, you know, if we can get to that point and like truly believe that, I think that, you know, we do have feel the freedom to step out in, um, into, to reach out to people and, and to, um, pray and hope for the best and, and gain those opportunities. So that's kind of what I would say if people are listening and, um, want to kind of know, but of my heart, that's definitely something that means a lot to me. I can't remember who told me those words, but um, probably my mom. <laughs> she's, she's often words of wisdom. <laughs> it is great words of wisdom. That's uh, something I've always believed. And it's funny because I'm the type, I will ask 20 questions and someone will look at me and I'm like, what? I'm like, if it's not meant to be, then fine. If it's no, that's fine. But there's no harm in asking. And if you think it's harm in asking, yeah. then, you know, I remember I think it was actually a teacher that said that to me once upon a time. If you, if they're the only, like the only stupid questions, one you don't ask, you know, and I that was like, that. that was always embedded in the back of my head. It was like, okay, got it. Yeah. So that's great yes. advice. I love that a lot. And I completely agree with you. So tell me what does the rest of this year look like for you doing some more writing, uh, any more releases yeah. coming out, maybe some tours. I, I don't know. I'm Opening always for doing Keith writing. Urban. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to work on that. <laughs> um, I'll get on the phone. Uh, Not that I know him, but I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool this year. Um, or the last couple of years, especially during the pandemic, I had been doing a lot of writing, a lot of writing with friends, um, a lot of writing with new people who I'd never met before, um, some writing by myself. And that kind of the cool thing about this year is it seems that this is the year where people are deciding to release songs. And so um, one of my friends, Melissa Livingstone, um, not too long ago, released a song called Country Enough that I had the privilege of writing with her. And um, and it's been kind of cool to see something come out that was uh, that I wrote with her, but wasn't released by me. And so um, in looking forward to this coming year, I think that there are going to be some more releases like that, which I'm excited uh, to share. Um, I had a friend who recently went into the studio to record a song um, that we had written together uh, with another friend. And I just think um, there's going to be some opportunities like that. I do want to get back into performing live. I feel like that's been on my mind a lot lately, just considering the fact that we're kind of getting back to the new normal. Um, it is something that, um, is on my mind and I'm working on, um, aside from that, um, there may be some new songs coming soon. Um, I won't spill any beans or spill any tea here. Okay, well, I, I'm excited for when they come, whenever they do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, I do think it's it's nice to get back into um, releasing music because I feel like I did take a, a break um, from releasing for a while. And it really gave me the opportunity to um, to write and to create and to create things I'm very proud of. And um, having put out the song recently uh, for the story you tell yourself, there's actually a music video um, that would be coming soon for that song. And I'm um, I'm really excited about that. I think it's 
uh, just a song I want to put out there because it's something I very much feel passionate about is helping others to believe the best about themselves and their lives. And so that's kind of what's on my mind for the next uh, little bit here. But um, I think that this year is going to be great. I think it's going to be full of opportunities um, and things I haven't even uh, thought of yet. So it's going to be a good one. I'm going to maintain that positive attitude and and the hard work that's needed behind it to make it a great rest of the year. Wonderful. Well, you're welcome back anytime. So make sure that when you uh, have some new releases coming out, or if someone else is releasing one of your songs, you can always stop back and let me know. Okay. I appreciate you saying that. Oh, it's It's been been a pleasure having you. Oh, thank you, Don. It's been so wonderful to connect with you too. Um, I just love your energy, your positivity, and that your dogs are a part of the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who are not seeing this, Gigi, the min pin has jumped up. She is uh, scared. It is still thundering and lightning here. So yeah, Lucy finally got down. Now Gigi's here cuddling with me, like, hold me. It's thundering. Right? She's like, yes, give me kisses. Okay. (laughs) Love you too. (laughs) So yeah, so the dogs love to come and visit during thunderstorms. They're not, they don't care whether they're on camera or not. So (laughs) they just add to the crazy. Absolutely. And I'm here for it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Donna. It's been so great. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us for another episode. Have a wonderful day, everyone. (laughs) If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.